This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're looking at UFO sightings over Tennessee amid a government cover-up. That's correct, UFO sightings over Tennessee amid a government cover-up. At least that's the assertions of one Tennessee congressman. I have to say I agree. This first article comes to us from TMZ.com. The title says, What the expletive is that witness has hilarious reaction. Now, it's got the video on here, which... I gotta say, they have two videos, but the one's pretty decent quality. Classic orb sighting. And you, the opening frame, you see these three orange orbs uh, arranged in a triangular shape, because that's pretty much the only way you're going to arrange uh, three uh, objects, unless it's a straight line. And they just meander through the sky, changing shapes, changing the shape of the triangle as they go along. It's as if they're just slowly moving across the sky in some sort of formation. Very compelling. The second video shows basically the same thing, not quite as good a detail. It just looks like one was shot maybe on a much better uh, smartphone. It says, there was something strange appearing in the sky over Tennessee. It prompted an eyewitness's super funny reaction to the prospect of UFOs. And I believe this happened just back in, like, about December 22nd or something. It says, check out this wild, hilarious video obtained by TMZ, which appears to show multiple lights in different formations above Memphis. We're told this was shot a couple of days ago on December 27th. Okay, there you have it. This was 2022. In the evening. And you can see the lights forming a line and a triangle. The witness who shot the video was beside herself saying, you all, what is that, you all, you all, what the F is that, oh my, blah, blah, blah. And she's pretty excited, obviously. It's unclear what we're seeing here, but they don't appear to be bl- They don't appear to be planes, and it's the latest in a string of unidentified objects being spotted in our skies. And then it talks about the earlier in the month that they had uh, got video of a swarm of lights darting around airplanes in Chico Hills, California. We covered that. That was compelling. They also say there was a pilot who recorded what appeared to be a fleet of UFOs over the Pacific. We covered that on the podcast. You can go back and look at that. Also very compelling. But it seems like it's these orbs that are showing up again and again and again. Now, the second one we want to look at is also from Tennessee. And I got this from WVLT.TV. That's a TV8 down there. It's a CBS channel, it looks like. And the title says, East Tennessee UFO Identity, a Mystery. East, Tennessee, T- East Tennesseans were surprised to see a mystery flying object high above Wednesday night. Now, what I did find on this was that the picture, the still image they have, was taken by a professional photographer. And it's really high quality, the still image at least that I saw. It says, Knoxville, Tennessee, East Tennesseans were surprised to see a mystery flying object flying high above Wednesday night. The object appeared to be a circle of lights and caused several viewers to call into WVLT's newsroom asking what it might be. 
people calling the local television uh, station to find out what something is, that is hilarious to me. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't mind local television for reports on uh, high school sports and that sort of thing. But to try to find anything out from these guys of, you know, importance would not be the place I would go to look for that information. And if you look, there's a couple sites that have pictures of this up, but I would highly recommend you go look at it. It, it looks like a circle, like lights held together in a circle, like a ring of lights. These aren't moving around that I can tell like the other orbs did. It almost looks like maybe we're looking at the bottom of a large ship here or something, or maybe this is just a circular UFO, and it's in the shape of this, uh, you know, circle of lights, for a better term, with that, with, you can't tell if the interior is, is uh, empty or if that's just a background sky or what, because it's dark from the picture. But this is the part that really cracks me up. Now, so they have multiple eyewitnesses of this UFO. Here's how you tell these guys are owned by the deep state. All the media is, in my opinion. I mean, all the mainline media. They immediately uh, tow the company line, the narrative, that this is explained. Instead of just going out on the street and interviewing people, you know, and getting uh, names, addresses, dates, places, and really doing some investigative journalism... They, they must have these, these guys on call. According to Flight Aware, a company that tracks domestic and international flights, the object was an alphabet loon balloon. Of course, we find out later that this is a lie. It wasn't. But they're tracking flights, but they're also tracking balloons because I've talked about this many times. As far as I know, nobody tracks these things because they're constantly being reported every time you see a UFO that's written off as a weather balloon. So if somebody does track these weather balloons, we have actually have access to them where we can go in and, and you know, be assured that we find these things, so that would be great. I know they do a little news piece, and they say, here's the balloon floating around. But it says, Alphabet is a parent of company of Google, Loon LLC, another company headed by Alphabet, run the balloons as part of a project aimed at increasing internet access. FlightAware lists the objects as Project Loon 593 and classifies it as one of the tennis court-sized balloons. But you find out that's a lie. Google later responded and said, no, we're not even doing that anymore. So they print this crap in their in their newsfeed here on this WVLT and it's completely false. It says, WVLT News reached out to a representative from Alphabet, Scott Correll, who said the object was not a loon balloon. Was not a loon balloon. Loon was actually wound down in early 2021, and has not flown any balloons since late last year. Since last year, Correll said. So they print this garbage in the first paragraph. According to Flight Aware, they they cite this company, a company that tracks domestic and international flights. Doesn't say anything about the balloons. The object was an Alphabet balloon. So they quote this company is giving this false information. They write the whole paragraph on it. And then, you know, they got a little ad here. Most people probably quit reading this right there. Okay, well, it wasn't a UFO, it was a balloon. But then they have to put the little caveat right here. WVLT News reached out to a representative from Alphabet. Well, I, I find it hard to believe they even did that. Who said the object was not a loon balloon. So if you know it wasn't a loon balloon, then why print that whole paragraph stating that it was? See, they want to get that snippet into the into, into the narrative online on the on internet. 
so that the search engines find it, so other people can quote it in articles, get that lie out there and repeat that lie. Even though in their own article, to their credit I suppose, they do inform you that it was not a loom balloon. First they tell you that it was, very authoritatively, but then they say, oh well, no, I guess it wasn't. Kathleen Bangs, a representative with FlightAware and former pilot, later told WVLT News that the object was indeed a balloon. Appeal to authority. But she was not sure what it was being used for or who owned it. You know what? Because she doesn't know anything. She's just putting, she's just, she's just flapping her jaws, man. Which we all have a right to flap our jaws. But if you're going to be quoted in a newspaper or on, or on a, a media program like this, Shouldn't the person flapping their jaws have something to back up the jaw flappage instead of just saying it was a balloon? She doesn't know that. Does she have high-quality pictures of this thing? Does she have flight data from this thing? Is there a government uh, site or a government-recognized site that we can go to that tracks all these different, I, I suppose by now, thousands if not tens of thousands of weather balloons floating around? Does she have somebody she can cite Besides her own jaw flappage. I don't see it. It says the FAA, WVLT News also reached out to the Federal Aviation Administration and asked if they might know what the object was. The FAA has nothing out of the ordinary to report, Representative Elizabeth Asham said. She did not clarify further. But the balloon's end number, a type of flying object serial number, is registered to the company Raven Aerostar. Excuse me? How do we know that this company has a balloon end number? Did, did anybody see the end number? Because I didn't see it. So, more disinformation, I think, tossed into the article. Now, this other uh, authority figure, she says that the balloon's flight pattern was erratic, said it averaged an elevation of 60,000 feet, much higher than a commercial airplane would fly. Now, first off, you can see pretty clearly that does not appear to be anywhere near 60,000 feet. Okay, if that, if that object is at 60,000 feet, that a thing would have to be... Uh, I don't know, a mile across. You go to the website and look at the pictures yourself and see what you think. But to me, this thing looks like it's maybe a few thousand feet up in the air, tops. Does not appear. I mean, you look up in the sky and you look at an air, at a jet airplane going through the sky at night, say it's 30, 40, 50,000 feet, whatever. And it's just like a little speck. You see a little tiny speck of light going through. This thing is enormous. And, you know, that's, that's you, you, you look at a Boeing you know, 747 up there at 35,000, 40,000 feet. You make out this tiny little airplane. This is not a tiny little thing flying around. It goes on and says, Rowan State Professor Ted Sturk spoke to WVLT News about the balloon. Now, there they go. They've made another false assumption. He worked with Nat, and they just told you the FAA said they've got nothing to report. Now, if anybody knows what's up there flying around in the sky, wouldn't you think that the FAA would be able to tell you whether that was a balloon or not? Don't they have access to all the government radar installations? Couldn't they dial up the uh, U.S. Air Force or the U.S. Navy or the U.S. Army and say, Hey guys, we know you have the best radar imaging in the world. Did you happen to see a balloon floating across Tennessee last night? You don't see any of that. What you see is just 
is this shoddy news article put together going back to another appeal of authority making what I can only assume are false assertions because I'm not seeing any evidence to back it up. Rowan State Professor Ted Sturck spoke to WVLT News about the balloon. He worked with NASA on their New Horizon mission. Oh, he must be super smart. Which sent a probe past Pluto in 2015. He said it was likely a weather balloon. My guess would be that's what it is. One was sighted in Chattanooga in January during the day, he said. I really can't imagine what else this would be. Well, maybe if we could speak with someone at the AAA who tracks these things, they could rule it in or rule it out. That would be nice. He did say it was odd that no one has claimed ownership. However, it's strange that we can't figure out who was doing it, and nobody seems to be aware of it, Strick said. Yeah, but supposedly they have the, the end number. Right. He also recommended that people keep their eyes on this guy. Keep looking up there. We may see it again, he said. Congressman and self-appointed UFO enthusiast Tim Burchard. Now, do you get this uh, little dig here? Now, there, this, this, is a, this is a backhanded attempt to deperson the congressman. Think about that. A U.S. congressman, like him or not like him, they're voted into office by the people, they're entrusted with the secrets of the government, we put everything from nuclear launch codes to uh, our budgets to whether or not our children are sent off to fight in foreign wars are entrusted to these people. So even if you don't respect the person, and there's plenty of them that probably don't deserve a lot of respect, but really, you should respect the office because this is how our country works. And if we don't have, if we don't have folks doing this job, then what, what do we have? So, you know... I find this actually reprehensible when these when these mainline news people are so one-sided and just so angry toward uh, the idea of even entertaining the notion of that the UFO phenomena exists. Congressman and self-appointed, self-appointed. Wow. UFO enthusiast Tim Burchard also commented on the incident saying, the reason you don't see any UFOs above our nation's capital is because they can't find signs of intelligent life there. I think that's a pretty good joke. No companies or manufacturers have claimed ownership of the balloon. The flying object remains, at least for now, unidentified. Even though you lied and told us it had an end number. This article is filled with lies and false assertions, but at the same time, they have to cover their rear ends and tell us the truth. No companies or manufacturers have claimed ownership of the balloon. The flying object remains, at least for now, unidentified. You know, all my uh, irritation and annoyance aside, you have to wonder how these guys get through life being so afraid. So afraid they might look up and see something they can't comprehend. So afraid that they have to make up lies about people when those people witness things like UFOs. It must be tough going through life with that thin of skin. Now, I get off my soapbox here for a minute. I want to look at this other uh, object that we had. And this one is, uh, this is from uh, back in 2022, written December 9th, 2022. Uh, title of the, the, uh, the site is The author is Roger Marsh. Titles and Dateline, uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Title says, Commercial Pilot over Tennessee re 
reports slow-moving donut-shaped object. And this is a this is a strange one. Uh, kind of in the orb category. They have a picture here somebody took apparently. It looks like this nebulous uh, donut-shaped object. Pretty good size. Got a hole in the middle. And in the middle of that hole, there's like another little orb. Uh, and it's kind of this uh, light uh, sky blue color. It's been photographed over Memphis, I assume. And it's dark, but this this UFO it is you know much lighter shade. You can tell it's lit up like a Christmas tree. I mean, but the color being all all this kind of a light baby blue color. And it says a commercial pilot flying over Memphis, Tennessee, reported watching a round white colored donut shaped object with a lighted moving object inside it. At 6.55 p.m. on January 31st, 22, just about a year ago, according to testimony from the National UFO Reporting Center. A clear picture. You know, why aren't we talking about these things at the Senate subcommittee hearings? The witness indicated he was a commercial airline pilot flying at, at FL380 at 005Z and was over Memphis. Quote, I observed a round white donut and a lighted moving object within it. The reporting witness said the, ob the observation lasted five minutes. The sky conditions at cruise altitude were clear with unlimited visibility. No moon illumination was present in the starlit sky. Winds aloft were 310-20 and its ground speed was 445 knots. There was a scattered under undercast cloud layer with tops around 10,000 feet. The object within the donut was slowly moving, and I do not attribute this movement to autokinesis. After five minutes of observation, the lit the lit object vanished, and the white donut shape and the white donut disappeared within a minute. So he's watching this thing. After five minutes, the lit object vanished. That's one inside, and the donut and the white donut disappe disappeared within a minute. Autokinesis is an effect when flying in the dark, where a stationary light might appear. To to the pilot to be moving if it's if stared at for a long period of time. A pilot might attempt to align the aircraft with the perceived moving light, which could cause them to lose control of the aircraft. Clearly, no, this is not what this is. This thing is much bigger. I mean, you can look at the picture and see that the UFO uh, is far too large to be a street light. One image was included in the report, which was filed February 2022, February 1st. And then it says, witness quotes were edited for clarity, and then it says Tennessee was, and then it goes on here. It says Tennessee was rated 24th in the U.S. sightings for November 2022, with eight cases filed according to the MUFON December newsletter. Tennessee shared the rating with Virginia and Wisconsin. California topped the list with 47 cases. Goes on, it says a Tennessee witness at Memphis reported watching an orange cylinder-shaped object hovering over nearby railroad tracks. At about 8 p.m. on September 1st, 1956, according to testimony from in, from New Fork, the witness is unsure of the exact date, but recalls it being fall, possibly in September or October. The witness and his mother watched the object hovering just above nearby railroad tracks. It appeared to be dull orangish color and glowed as if illuminated from within. The report, the reporting witness stated. I could clearly make out detail on the outside of the object, which was more or less cylindrically in shape, though jointed. The closest shape the witness could think of was it looking like a fire hydrant. It hovered silently for a short time and then took off straight up very fast. No images were included in the report, blah, blah, blah. 
Well, you know, this kind of compares an old report from 1956 to this really spectacular photograph uh, taken, I don't know if it was by the pilot or somebody in the airplane. I really would recommend you could take a look at it, original.newsbreak.com. I think it's a fantastic picture of this almost like a blue orb with a uh, small orb, you know, sh rotating inside of it. These aren't weather balloons. These aren't drones. They're not uh, trash blowing through the wind. It's not a weather event. It's something that we can't explain. Now, I want to take one last look at this article here. This is from Newsweek.com. It's dated January 16, 2023. Tennessee congressman alleges UFO, alleges huge UFO cover-up in U.S. government. Well, somebody finally had the courage to say it. This is by Ellie Cook. Dated January 16th, 23. It says, Tennessee Republican congressman has accused the, UF, the U.S. government of a huge cover-up following a rise in unidentified aerial phenomena, otherwise known as UFOs. On January 12th, the Office of the Director of National Intelligence published an unclassified report on UFO or unidentified flying object sightings. The term UFO has been dropped in the government report in favor of the label unidentified aerial phenomena. Yes, we're smart. We're the authorities. We'll decide what we're going to call these things. You know what? I think UFO sounds better. I'm going to stick with it. The report acknowledged a total of 510 UFO sightings, according to the 2022 report, with the overall reported sightings since the previous year's report jumping by 366. This includes both sightings reported since the 2021 report was published and a further 119 sightings either discovered or reported late. Well, how convenient. Maybe somebody got to checking around, snooping a little bit, and they thought they better dump these before they got caught hiding them. I don't know. Just a thought. But still, within the previous report's time frame. Of the new sightings, just over half were deemed unremarkable, the report said. The vast majority of these were categorized as balloon-like entities, with others dismissed as clutter, such as plastic bags or drones. Well, yes, that's very common to have drones flying around out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean during your Navy uh, war games. Yeah, I can believe that. Uh, balloon-like entities. Now, you see how they're, uh, they have to make a little bigger tent to hide under the lies in. This whole weather balloon thing, man, they've been using that so much, people are starting to have their doubts. And people are starting to think, you know, we know you've got radar that can track everything. As we pointed out, they've got radar so advanced that if a submarine comes up out of the water, pops her, pops her periscope up to have a good look around, boom, the U.S. Navy's on it, the U.S. Air Force is on it, the U.S. Army's on it. These guys are all over it. That's why the drug runners can no longer fly their airplanes in and out of the United States with impunity. Because you know why? Because if we want to shoot them down, we can. That's why they're bringing all this crap uh, across the border, mailing it in, shipping it in on cargo ships. Because the radar used by the U.S. military is so advanced, they can't penetrate it. They've told, the military has told us this. They've told us our pictures are so good. We've got pictures of UFOs, but we can't show you because those pictures are so incredibly accurate. 
that if we shared them with the public, then the Chinese and the Ruskies would know how awesome our radar imaging is, and that would cause a, uh, you know, a leakage of classified information. So this notion that we can't track the weather balloons is garbage, okay? They know where every little thing is at in that sky. They got 3D, baby. Don't kid yourself. It goes on, it says, of the remaining reported sightings, some appear to have demonstrated unusual flight characteristics or performance capabilities and require further analysis. According to the report, the Pentagon's all-domain anomaly research office is tasked with investigating reported sightings, tasked with investigating or bearing. Now it says, uh, this, of course, this uh, representative is Tim Burchard. Speaking in the wake of its publication, Tim Burchard, Republican, Tennessee, said, We've been covering this up since the 1940s, adding to News Nation on Sunday that he doesn't trust the government and there's an arrogance about it. And I think the American public can handle it. Good for him. Every once in a while, a politician does speak the truth. And it's so freaking awesome when they do. He called for the government to release everything, following up by adding that we need to find out what's going on. And that includes a craft, which I believe at some point we have obtained some materials that are not of this world that are being studied by different members of industry. I've been told, he said. Now let me tell you something. This guy wouldn't be putting that out there if he didn't, number one, have the heart of a lion. And number two, someone's told him something. He probably knows a lot more than he's saying because he's probably sworn to secrecy on a lot of this stuff. But we already have heard Tom DeLong talk about getting metamaterial, acquiring it, whether from some government agency, whether from individuals or whatever. We know the stuff's out there. We did the whole program on this about how they were attempting to use uh, UFO metamaterial to camouflage tanks a couple years ago. So we also know that... Uh, Greenwald was denied the FOIA when he asked about the UFO metamaterial that the CIA had required back in 1953. So, pretty likely, they've got some parts from some of this stuff somewhere. It says, later on in the segment, the Tennessee Republican alleged there was a huge cover-up, for whatever reason, adding that America is ready to know and stop with all the shenanigans. Well, think about it. If you were I remember this little cabal, this little deep state, a couple, three hundred employees, maybe at the very core of it, who have access to all these secrets, are in government uh, positions that they can't be rooted out of, quite frankly. Wouldn't it be just so neat if you had access to some weapon system or some technology that was so advanced that it would allow you to rule over the planet as if we were sheep. Wouldn't that be neat? In a, re in a report, the DNI said that the majority of the new sightings of UAPs had come from American military personnel, notably from the U.S. Navy and Air Force during the course of their operational duties. Many could not produce data that is detailed enough to have a high degree of certainty about the sighting, according to the report. Do you, do, and, but did you see the report they left out? I'm going to keep talking about this because you can go online and look it up. 
Just type in Stanford UFO Injury Report. They're not talking about the hundred or so government employees that were report, that reported injured or brain damaged after their encounters with UFOs. I, seems weird to me. The report also states that these unidentified aerial phenomena could pose safety risk as an unauthorized presence in the airspace. Obviously, they do pose a safety risk, and I think they know this based on that Stanford study, operating outside of air traffic control standards and instruction. Well, what are these weather balloons doing? Are they operating within control of the normal FAA instruction? Or, or do they radio to the, UF, to the weather balloon? Because apparently we have thousands of these things floating around. How do we know that every single one's at 60,000 feet, where it can't be knocked down by an airplane? I don't know. However, there are currently no reported collisions between UAP and U.S. aircraft. I'm not sure about that. We've got a couple cases where people appear to maybe they've been abducted by or maybe they have crashed because of their encounters with UFOs. I would, I would not take that as fact. In a press release accompanying the report, Pentagon Press Secretary Air Force Brigadier General Pat Ryder said, They take reports of incursions into our designated space, land, sea, or airspace seriously and examine each one. Ronald Moultrie, the Pentagon's Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security, told reporters on December 16, 2022, that intelligence had not come across anything that would lead us to believe that any of the objects that we have seen are of alien origin. Man, if you want to swallow that line. Back in April 2020, the Pentagon published three videos captured by U.S. Navy pilots after the unauthorized release into the public domain. But you know, oh, oh, wait a minute. They forgot to talk about that. So I guess I have to. Somehow, these videos were, what, passed off in a brown paper bag in the Pentagon parking lot, allegedly, from a current Deep State employee to a former Deep State employee to his buddy Tom DeLong, who posted it on YouTube, monetizing it, getting all kinds of traction and all kinds of attention. Is that how we want to deal with this stuff? From a current employee to a former employee to his new employer so they can make money off of it. Is that really how we do things in a democracy? Is that really what we want to do? It says, the aerial phenomena observed in the videos remain characterized as unidentified, the Defense Department said. So, overall, an okay article. They devoted about three lines in there to this representative from Tennessee, Booker, who said, look, we're being lied to, it's a cover-up, it needs to stop. They could have taken this whole thing in the direction of interviewing him, pointing out the cover-ups, of telling us how dangerous it is for a small group of people to have access and control of this information, to be able to dole it out to their retired or semi-retired deep state friends. They could have shown us all the things that were wrong, that went wrong with the chain of custody on those videos that DeLong and those guys, the Academy to the Stars, that they released. They could have, they could have dissected that a little bit. They could have talked about the corruption that could happen because of this. But they chose not to. They could point out that this whole idea that every single UFO is a weather balloon is just nonsense. They could have covered that, but they didn't. But at least, I suppose, they quoted this courageous congressman from Tennessee. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.